Hello, welcome to the Hales Owen Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning what God says, not what man thinks. Please enjoy this teaching, and if you want more, please visit the YouTube channel or the website on www.halesowenapostolicchurch.org. Today, prayer and repentance we had this morning. Today's reading, I just want to read it again because it, it is wonderful, because this is us. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, you know that we've got to keep going to God all the time. Because how many times do we fail? Oh, that, Lisa's best. Say it again, shout it. All the time. All the time. It's brilliant, isn't it? Because that's what we're weak. You know, and the only strength we're going to get is to keep getting with God, keep mixing with God, keep doing the things of God, and God will then inhabit us. Amen. That's what it, that's what his promise is. And so, if you don't feel good, do something. Yeah. And stop doing some other things. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of salvation. You know, every time you get down, you've got to go back to the beginning. I'm saved. I'm saved. I don't care what's going on. I'm saved, and God will stick with me as long as I stick with him. Restore to me now. Uphold me by your generous spirit. It doesn't even say by your spirit here. That's the first word I've seen with that, with generous spirit. Richly, he wants to fill you with his spirit. Generous. How generous is God? If you're asking for wisdom, what does he say? I shall give you wisdom liberally. Unbraideth not. He can pour it on you. There is no unbraiding means he holds it back. Nothing. He wants to give you as much and more than you can ever think or imagine. That's how incredible. Does he put the tape on? Yes, he has. He says he has. Well done, Ben. (laughs) Thank you. It's important that we understand all these things. But you know, I love it. You know, I'm going to love the next bit. Then I will teach transgressors. Your ways and sinners be converted to. So no matter what you think about the New Testament, what God's telling us to be his witnesses, he's already told that the Jews ages before they've still got to go and do all those things. Oh Lord, open my lips. We can talk enough most of the time, can't we? It's fascinating. But when it comes to God... Oh, oh Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall show forth your praise. You don't desire sacrifice. The only sacrifice he wants us to desire is to get rid of our flesh. That's the only sacrifice. Stop doing these things and put some of mine in place. He doesn't ask you to change overnight. He would like you to. (laughs) He would like you to change completely, but he works with. Isn't that amazing? And when we do step up, Lisa, it's brilliant. Let's go back to him. And then that, that, that way is amazing because no matter what we do, we can just go back to him. There's nothing else upon this earth is like that. Nothing at all. And, and once we get that in our hearts to say, I, I don't want to sin. I don't want to make mistakes. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And then the next half hour, oh Lord, look what I've done again. And what do we feel like? We feel bad, don't we? But it's okay. That's okay. Because you know the Spirit is still working. If you didn't feel bad, you're lost. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. So it is important. And so God wants us to be those sort of people. David repented, just like we have to do. Every day. And we know when the David David did this terrible thing, didn't he? he, he looked, see, lust of the eye. Lust of the eye, he's seen it. Lust of, lust of the flesh took over him. He went and committed adultery with Bathsheba. If he didn't look and keep looking, he wouldn't have been tempted. We're exactly the same in everything. We're always looking at what the world's doing and everything else and, and desiring those things. When we read these words, though, Father, help me. Cleanse me, God. Creating me a clean heart, Father. Help me to, to get rid of this stuff that I keep going through, Lord. And when you a steadfast one that, that stands fast on the word of God and, and tries so hard to keep on the narrow path. That is, is what he's asking us to do. And you know, I love it. And let me let me let me let me go and tell everyone about you and convert sinners. You know, that's the, that's another word in there. Convert sinners. You know, and that's what it is. So don't worry. Everyone who's not with God is a at least that people don't like saying it because it's like when you look when you look at your friends and you look at your family and you look at those people you don't want to call them evil you don't want to call them satanic you don't want to call them sinners you don't want to call them the wicked or the heathen do we? but guess what? they are and we don't go and tell tell them that but you've got to keep this in your heart that you know if they're outside of God, they're having all that stuff inside them that is tearing them apart anyhow. Amen? Amen. So don't kid yourself. Oh, my lovely daughter, my lovely wife, my lovely husband, whatever it may be, my brother, my sister, my friends, my neighbours, whatever it is, don't kid yourself. If they're not born again, they're not in the kingdom of God. If they've not received the spirit, they're not spiritual. And they cannot understand, the carnal man cannot understand spiritual things. And so that's why we're under, beginning to understand all these scriptures. Because we are spiritual. Remember when you, when you kept saying to me, and the, all the Bible studies, Andrew, we were just sitting there, well, I can't remember any scriptures. Right, you know, and off they go, you know, and off. I really, <laughs> I really try hard to encourage people. I know you say you can't remember, but guess what? I promise you, you try, and God will bring the scriptures back to you. Amen. Amen. And I know it's difficult because when we first come into, into you know, we've still got all this baggage, haven't we? Of what we think is correct. What we think church is, who we think God is, or what we think it is. And it's only by the teaching and then the Spirit giving us understanding of what it is. And our commitment as well. To do Amen. He's always looking at that, Kev. But isn't forgiveness beautiful? Mm. I mean, I, every time I think of what I've done wrong, and, you know, and sometimes, you know, I don't want to ask God to forgive me. I feel I've let him down. I've just, why have I done that again? And I sometimes, my first time, you know, God, I don't want to ask you to forgive me. I'd rather suffer for a bit. Isn't this stupid? But I do. I, I, I then dwell on it for a while. You know, that's just me. Until all of a sudden I thought, come on, 
this is not right. God doesn't want me to do this. Father, forgive me. Forgive me for even what I'm thinking and speaking now. You know what I mean? Because it's not of God. But don't worry. I'm just trying to tell you I'm no different to you. That it does go that way. It's beautiful. It's incredible. It's powerful. And, 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 and it's that love of God. A willingness to give us a better life. That he forgives us. Isn't that incredible? And don't forget the enemy... What, 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 what the enemy does is he's want to do the opposite. He doesn't want you having this peaceful, loving life. He wants you to have, he wants you to have hate and greed and, 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 and carelessness and every other thing, lying and cheating and, and, and forgetting about God. It's the enemy. And he knows all about us. He knows every little thing about us. And that's a problem for us. Because guess what? That's what the enemy plays with. Yeah. Our weaknesses. He knows how to, how, how to destroy you. And do you know, when I first became a Christian, I remember, you know, first of all, I just forgave everyone. It was quite simple. I would forgive you, I forgive you, forgive you. But then what I found out afterwards, of, you know, a few weeks later when I met them, yeah. oh, there you go. Oh, I remember what he said, Mark. And the old man comes back, you know, and it, it, it's there. So that's what happens. So you learn. You learn to know when you're forgiven. When you forgive others, you will know because when you see them, you'll have no hate, no thought of the things that they've done. It makes you wary of them. But you've got to have no hurt, no pain, no anger. You'll know. So if you think of someone today that really does irritate you and has hurt you and everything else and you think and you've got something still there, you know you haven't forgiven them. Ever so simple. So I forgive you for being late again. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? You, you have to forgive. You have, to do, you have to keep going, Wendy. You have to keep going. And, and, and this is what the Lord says. He says, bless those who persecute you. So you change your prayers. Not only do you, do you ask God to forgive you, you forgive them. You ask them to forgive you. Okay? But then it, you, you'll be able to then bless them. Because the, Bible, the Father says, bless those who persecute you. Don't forget what it is when people come against you. And not against you. They're against what you stand for. Anyone that comes against you and they are not saved, guess what they're doing to you? you. Pull you down, destroy you. The thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. So we've got to do that. But I, learned, I had to learn to bless them. So there was one man that continually didn't put me down then through the ministry. Always, wherever I went. This is another minister. Always, wherever I went, and I kept saying, Father, forgive him, Father, forgive me, and all the rest of it, until there was a day that I used to pray for him. Father, bless him. Father, give him double everything you've given me. Help him in his finances. Help him with his family. Bless him in his ministry. Father, give him joy, unspeakable peace that goes. And I would pray and pray for them all the time. 
Guess what? Girls away. Why? Because you know that's what God asks us to do. And it's not natural man. The natural man is the opposite. Hold on to the grudge. Hold on to the hate. Hold on to the anger. Hold on. Because you don't want to let them beat you. Mm. If you can't forgive someone as well, God can't forgive you. I'll, I'll get into that, Kim. Sorry. Have you read this? Can't you just continue to keep forgiving what has nothing to do with them? Yes! Yeah. Oh. Well, that just from your feet, girl. Yeah, what? Well, just from your feet. You, yeah. What I said to you, you're wary of them. You don't have to go to them. You're absolutely right. You, you make sure you, you don't hate them and you've not got all those things inside you, but you move away. But isn't that a process, though? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, as I said to you, I, I have to keep doing it. <laughs> no, it wasn't easy. That's what I'm telling you. It wasn't. Now, I didn't find it easy for the ones that were really bad to me I didn't find it equal I had to I knew it because hold a few minutes hold a few minutes because I, I, I will explain to it we even feel it's a weakness to forgive though that's us because yes. man always wants to be strong and everything else like that yes men yeah. and women we don't like it do we we'd rather, we would rather spit and scream at them yeah. hallelujah so that, that's important but we, we're but it's a glorious day when you get the revelation that that forgiveness is a strength. Forgiveness is a strength. It takes away all of the hurt and the pain. It takes away all that nastiness that's inside us. And even if it's all their fault, forgive them. And if it's still there, Go and tell them, forgive me. Mm. Not you forgive them. Forgive me. Why? It releases us from everything we have. And God, and God turned around and said, it is much better that we release ourselves from all these feelings, all these emotions that are just destroying our minds and our life and makes us so angry and therefore it just continues to go. Also, it releases us from all those feelings and actions that we would take and it releases the offenders of their guilt. Don't worry, it's up to them if they go and ask God for forgiveness, but you do it, you do it and you will be released. It is so important. It's a strength when you do it. It produces peace in you. In you. Forget about them now because you, you just you said, right, you want to do that against me, you can't carry on. I've got for, God bless you. God be with you. God help you. God get you to heaven. God bless everything you do. Because if God does that to them, Wendy, guess what? He does it doubly to you. Well, not doubly, Dave, but he then can be a great working person in the kingdom of God. Do you understand that? We're not judging them and say kick them out. We say bless them so they can be helpful in the kingdom of God. That's you know it, 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 that's what should happen. I used to pray this, Father, give him double everything. I said because Father, one day, one day, if you give him more than I've ever had, he can come and minister to me. How's that? 
That's a blessing. Because you don't want the people to go to hell, no matter who they are. So that's our love. But taking back, taking a step back, instead of letting our emotions take over from us and our feelings, because the flesh does that. And don't forget, the devil knows that. He knows with buttons press on every single one of us. Doesn't he just? Certainly does. Yeah. Amen. 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 I was going to say something then. Amen. <laughs> <I'm gonna> say, <laughs> Linda's laughing. Watch your face now. Everybody look at Linda. The emphasis on is on button. The button. Button. Okay. Just just, just remember that. You, you, you let Linda will tell you after if she wants to. I'm not going to embarrass her. She's embarrassed already. I've only mentioned button. Okay. Oh, button. Okay, just remember, <laughs> just remember that. It's a strength and it creates peace, but also it does what God says, you know, keep the peace within every, with everything that's within you. So whatever we've got to keep the peace, we've got to keep the peace. doesn't matter what we feel like. That's the job. It doesn't matter what we feel like. But God can do it with you. I promise you, you keep going, he will change you because, you, because if you want to change... God, that's it, Kev. Will. Romans 8, 5 and 8. For those who live according to the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh. (laughs) Election. But those who live according to the Spirit, the minds of the Spirit. For to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. These are the spiritual things. These are the things our natural man doesn't want to do. But this is what God said, I'm going to teach you to do it. Why did I give you the spirit of power then, Alan, if you're not going to have power over all those things? Amazing God. Amazing God. Because the carnal mind is enmity. It's at war with God. For it is not subject to the law of God, nor it can be. Because we're in our flesh, we get away from God. When we're in the Spirit, we're with God. When we're reading the Word and we see, see what it is, and we do the Word, we're in the Spirit. When we're praying, when we're worshipping, like this morning, isn't the worship been lovely again? And you know, we feel that Spirit, don't we? And doesn't it make us feel better? <laughs> Hallelujah! It does, you know, it's like when David's stomach goes, well, this has been good, hasn't it? Amen? Amen. Because we feel it. That's God's presence to all of us. Just say, come on, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you, I'll lead the way. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. That's us. Gospel of peace, that's part of our armoury. Wherever we go, we take the good news with us. Why? Why? Because it's, it's within you. And all God wants you to do is to get it out. Hallelujah. It's so simple. It's, it's marvellous. And therefore, there's not, let, let us pursue the things which make for peace. Let us pursue the things which make for peace. And the things by which we may edify one another. This is, this is all that lovely teaching that God wants to give us. He so we can build each other up and strengthen one another. It doesn't matter what listen, it doesn't matter what we mess up with. Alright? Doesn't matter. God wants us to make sure that we're there for you as well. Besides God, 
that were there for you as well. That's the, that's the church family he wants. So if you've got problems, you know, it's okay. Stop. No pride. Don't worry about it. Share it and let us see if we can help. As God helps us. Yes. Amen. Amen. Kev? Yeah. Alan? No. Okay then. <laughs> God helps us. But also we've got to... Isn't that simple? I mean, it's a human saying, but it's so true. We've got to help ourselves. You know, and, and, and at most of our problems are... We're the nutters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he came and preached. Yeah. And, he, and, he came, and he came and preached. And he came and preached peace to you who were afar off and those who were to near. It's simple. We learn of God. It's so simple. We learn of God. Uh, we, he, how he wants us to live. Our thoughts, our speech, our actions, everything he does. And if we do that, he fulfills for us every desire that we want he said oh you know that I will give you the desires of your heart and he's not on it you know people say oh well that I said first of all he says get your mind off the worldly things and put your mind on the heavenly things and then and then you can have have some of the things that you're desiring how long did I ask for a jacket? many years many years and until I heard from God I would not get myself a jacket I thought I can't buy a jacket what about all the poor people and this was my mind, just you know, going through. It's twelve years, twelve years of asking the Lord for a jaguar. That's the desire of my heart. Mm-hmm. And one night, where were we? Coming back from Sunderland, and Linda was Linda was in the passenger seat, helping me drive all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> I woke her up because I was praying to the Lord. I was got my music on. I'm praying to the Lord. And I, Father, what a great weekend we've had all these people. It was just an incredible weekend, fantastic. You know, and I said, oh, Father, you know, there's just one desire, Lord. I, 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 you know, I'm not trying to persuade you, you know, but look what I've done or anything. No, I'm not doing that. Just just, hands on the wheel. I, I, I said, no. <laughs> oh, I love being in the spirit, Dave. <laughs> you know, freewheeling. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and I asked the Lord then, and, um, first time he didn't say no you know I didn't have any no and I went does that mean I can have one and I felt this overwhelming spirit and I thought Linda 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 <laughs> she's outside the corner <laughs> hurry up Lynn <laughs> on the motorway this is as well <laughs> she's super spiritual and you know and I woke her up and I told her and she went great within a day wow. within a day I went, went and and the deal that I got was just amazing, wasn't it? So praise God. And so, <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So it's so simple, you know that that we, when we're in His kingdom, and of course he, he, he all those promises are for us. It's a freedom that He wants us to have to worship, to dance, to praise, to witness, to to study, to be able to speak about God whenever, to be able to pray whenever we wish. You know, that's the freedom He wants. He wants that freedom in your soul. He wants that freedom in your body. He wants He wants you to be free instead of just being trapped and you know and snaking around and everything like we do. He wants us just to be free and open. No, no matter what your personality is, 
He wants you to be free and, and open. So it's so simple. And of course, that one of the most beautiful things is that if we will follow him like that, he comes and he abides in us. You know, we was worshipping this morning, you know, I, I, I sometimes, I'm looking and I, I get these visions that, you know, the Lord is, is, is just on his throne just there. You know, and I'm just worshipping Him and I'm singing to Him all those wonderful words that we've got, you know, well with my soul, God. You know, and I just feel that connection with my Lord. You know, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And this is when we, when, when, when we know that, that we're walking in the way that God wants us to walk. Jesus said this, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free, free to be who you want. It's free to stop thinking about all the things you can't do, but all the things you could do if we trusted, trusted the Lord. It's a battle. Anybody's life not a battle? No, okay, life's a battle. And we know it's a battle and we experience it. We have an enemy and he's always speaking to us. Okay? He's always speaking to us, prompting us, appealing to our... Alright? Appealing to our flesh, knowing our weaknesses, whether, whether whatever they are, knowing how, to, how we will react to others, if we can get to us. Because that's what we do, isn't it? You know, he tells us something and, we, and that it makes us have a reaction. And don't forget, the Bible says he is always waiting at your door. Mm-hmm. Always waiting for an opportunity. And as soon as you open the door, even a tick, he's in. It rises up, the old man rises up and to the surface. It takes away the Spirit of God. And guess what? Our flesh then rages. The flesh takes over and we're in trouble. Listen, when you're witnessing all those examples of people that last week, and I'm sorry you, the others missed yesterday's, it, it was a great session that I had on my own. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. So I read it all through again. It's, it's much better than the week before session now, because so we've, we've, we've learned from that. Um, and, and when we're witnessing all those examples of people not wanting to know, all the reactions we've had, our reticence um, to speak again when, when, when we've been hurt or disappointed, whatever it is, the fear, the rejection that we have, the inability for us to actually open our mouths when we're out. Okay? They're not rejecting you. They are not rejecting you. They are rejecting God. They're rejecting the spirit that's inside you. They're rejecting his work. His work. They're rejecting his word. It's not your word. It's not you who who are telling people what to do. You're only telling them that this is what God said. Okay? No matter what it is. And, you know, and if you think about it, that this gospel, this gospel, it's the good news. What, what good news is? It's the good news that we can have joy unspeakable and, and peace that goes without understanding. That we can have love for everyone and agape, love that we, that we, that doesn't matter what people do to us. I can still love them. I might not have to, love, I might not have to like them, but, but I can still love them. I can still preach the gospel to them and, 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 not, and not be offended of what they say because if we're offended... Then we have the Spirit of Christ in us. We should be now dead to offence. Amen? And we're not. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. But it comes. And this is why we've got to be free to, to, to know that we're going to make a mistake. And it doesn't matter if we make a mistake. Why? Because God said it's okay. Just ask me forgiveness. I'll pick you up. I'll dust you off. And off you go again. But learn of me. Learn of me. You know, I just want God to just give me everything, you know, and I don't want to do any more trials and tests. I just want God to give me everything and go around healing everyone and preaching the gospel and people, you know, were baptising them, you know, in the streets and, and everything like that, you know. And it'd be wonderful, but it's just not going to work that way. I'm sorry. It's, it's a lovely, lovely vision. So it's important. And, right, this is, there's a huge separation in our society and everything now, isn't it? You know, I have never seen so much division in our nation, everywhere. The devil is doing the good job. He is dividing the kingdom into little bits and he's destroying our nation. Amen? Yeah. You can see it. And it's important. So us, with the gospel of good news. A gospel of good news that there is a God and he's real. And the gospel that even on this world, in, the, in all the mess that we can have, all through that, God can still give us peace. It's a peace in our hearts to know we're all right. It's, it's, it's an amazing feeling to, to see all the rubbish that's going around that just drives us nuts. Drives us nuts. You really, who listens to the news and goes... Arr! Yeah? Everybody the same? You, you don't listen to it? No, I don't blame you. I don't know. We still have to listen to the news because we have to see what's going on in the world to see how it reacts with the, with the scripture. You know, but I can see division, anger, everyone taking their corner. And yet the Bible says we were the good news. It, it, it's amazing. He said there's a huge separation. There's good, there's bad, there's everything we see. It's, it's this party, that party, it's this, this group of people and that group of people, and, um, and most of them want money. Everywhere it is. And you know, the good, bad, saved, unsaved, light and truth, truth and lies, light and dark. There's so much separation in everything. But Jesus said this. If God were your father and you would love me, for I proceeded forth and came from God, I have not come of myself, but he sent me. Why can't you understand my speech? Because you're not able to listen to my word. You're of your father, the devil. Now listen to this. These are all these people who aren't saved. Well, we remember that, Kev. Absolutely. And the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there's no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resource. For he's a liar and the father of it. But because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Yeah. All of us had this. Yeah. Which of you convicts me of sin? And if I tell the truth, why don't you believe me? He who is of God hears God's words. Therefore, you do not hear, because you are not of God. Isn't that tough for the people you know? Yeah. But that is the Lord's word, and that's why we've got to have compassion. That's why we've got to show them this joy and this peace. And the, that we're changing, that you believe, and, you, and that you believe this God is real. You believe that, you believe that this is his word and it's going to last forever. It's the only tangible evidence that we've got is the written word. 
So the next scripture, you know, is why we continue to sow the seed, to continue to water, to continue to, continue to water our contacts and bring them to harvest. Romans 10, 16, 17. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord who has believed our report. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That's why we don't give in. That's why we don't give in with our family and people that we know and, that, and some of our, our so-called friends that we've had who are not saved. It's continuing in love. It's continuing in that faith in God that he will do what he says. And, you know, and don't, don't forget Jesus Christ was on that cross and he said, Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. You've got to remember these people, they don't understand that they're being controlled by other things. They don't. You, know, you can't go and tell them, can you? you? You might have an opportunity one day to do that. But at the beginning, we've got to show them about us. Just our faith. Just how we are when we start talking about God. How different it is. And, you know, and give them our testimonies and all those things that, 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 that we, we, we've, we know is correct. Some you will have to wipe the dust from your feet. Sorry, some of them you will have to. Some people you will have to do that. But your friends, your family, I understand that. that yeah, but we can show them. We can show them by our attitude, our demeanour, the way we are, the way, you know, the, the way, the way we talk and everything else. You know, and, if, and if they call you a Bible basher, fantastic, carry on. You will get to them. Why? Because the Bible tells us. You know, and, and, and people say, well, Mark, they'll go get mad at me. And I say, well, ask them why. They're going mad at you just because you're telling them something out of a book. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's fascinating. They could get angry because I'm telling them something out of a, a book they don't believe in. What? Can you see that now? And these are the things that I've had to learn that, you know, that I'm talking about somebody that wants to give a lot more love and help us to get home better and be, be more friendly and help one another. How can anyone not have that? Well, the truth is, they're not in the truth. So the truth is, they're still in a prison. They're still trapped in their own life and doing what they want to do and therefore that's why they don't want to listen because they don't think there's anything else. So there are people that want to know. And remember, the truth is that the truth will make them free. They won't be trapped in there. Okay, this is us. Don't forget our emotions. Our emotions and feelings are the waves of the sea. Yeah? Swirling and shifting and waves and storms and, and you name it. It, 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 it. They're like that. Ladies, and on your hormonal time of the month, what are you like? Yeah, crazy. I love it. I had three of them, Wendy. Yeah. I had three, and the three, and the three, all of a sudden at the same time. I tell you what, I used to have a week off. Oh, I get about three days off. Yeah, three days. Oh, I got a week off, mate. I, I worked every night. I was out at the house at four o'clock in the morning <laughs> and worked nights as well. <laughs> and said, you yeah, should pop back in to see if they were all right. And now oh, I've got to go to work again. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I've got it down to a T. <laughs> I've got it down to a T. But it's there, isn't it? So you think about those poor ladies who have that as well. 
Besides all the other times in the month that you feel mad and angry about people, so it's important that we have that love and understanding that it's that those all those things. But God will set us free from the deception of our emotions because he, we are get too emotional sometimes, and, we, and and our feelings are deceiving. You know, as soon as we get hate and anger, those feelings deceive us. Because straight away we get that, what do we want to do? You feel it, don't you? And you, you know, you can look at yourself and go, I bet the devil's like this. Don't you talk to me like that. Hallelujah. It's alright, you don't have to look at me like that, Andrew. It's okay, I think she's. Anyway, it's true. But listen, God's word reassures us that this truth will bring us his life and his life more abundantly. Amen. That's what it is. God's word never changes. He never changes. There's nothing about him changes. And he wants you to know that he can give you as much as you can. He is the anchor of our soul. You know, I'll read the scripture. This hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, never moves, and which enters the presence behind the veil. That tells us we're anchored in the throne room of God. And you think of that, you think of that, that we've got this, 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 this chain going on. This is not a bad chain, this is a chain that's saying, you're in the throne room of God. And no matter where you've been tossed and turned on the sea, no matter what it is, I've still got you. And I won't let you sink. I won't let you fail. You stay in touch with me. And that anchor will never move. Isn't that marvellous? You know, it's all these things that they never let you go. They'll never let you sink too deep. And, and all those things always ready to put down his hand. And pull you out of the miry clay. And set your feet upon the rock. And a new song I shall give you. Those new words that we will speak. His words instead of ours. He promises it. We'll see it. We'll feel it. The presence of God. It's why he gave us his spirit. To listen. To learn. And to be the doers of the word. Mm-hmm. And that's the tough bit for us. James 1, to 25 says this. But be doers of the word. And not hearers only deceiving yourselves for if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer he's like a man looking at his natural self in the mirror he serves himself goes away immediately forgets what type of a man he is because we don't want to remember it we don't remember what we're really like we just go don't look at myself let's look at somebody else it's a lot easier but hey who looks into it and sees and humbles himself and and wants that heart to be contrite for God. You know, we we understand that, you know, that if we will only try to do those things that he's asked us, then then this is what happens. He who looks into the perfect law of liberty, his word of freedom, what he's asking us to do gives us freedom and continues in it, is not of a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. Listen to this last bit, it's beautiful. This one who does that will be blessed in what he does. 
beautiful what we do. Isn't it amazing? No wonder we have to be the doer of the word. It's not just the obedience, because we can be obedient and not do. It's the doing bit that gives us the blessing. So that is amazing. It's why, sorry, just a few more minutes. It is why God wants us to do everything decent and in order. <laughs> it is why he gives us the ability to have a diary to know where we're going and what we're doing. It's why he gave us that amazing stuff in the Bible to plan and to, to make sure we don't waste our time. Isn't it amazing? I'm, I'm, this is not against the people who have been on the election. But this is what I felt when I did my election campaigning. If I could put out all my time to do that for the worldly things of an election, how much can I do for God? That's what absolutely changed my, my mind. Can't get up for church? We can get up to deliver. I remember it. People say, like, oh, well, I'm going to church. I still do Bible study, you know. And it's important that we look at, look at those things. It's why he wants us to look for people. To make a list of people we want to see saved. Make your list. And if you've got no one on it, you better go out and find somebody to put on the list so we can pray for them ceaselessly until we get them saved. It is so important. And every day to look for opportunities to witness and show the love of God. We haven't got to bash it with a word. Just show them some love. Some care. How are you? You don't look well today, Leslie. Whoa, Mark, oh, you know. That's it. You know, you know what I mean? You don't... Wendy, I'll, I'll say it again. She said, I looked down my street and all these people, how are you? Oh, fine. It's a facade. Behind every one of those people that, that have got a life of woe and problems, most people. Go knock on your neighbour's door and say, tell me how bad life is. Not how good it is, how bad life is. And I promise you, you'll have a bigger conversation than when you've said how good life is life. Amen. It's important to look for the opportunities. And I'm, I'm going to do it again. Plan our own personal evangelism. Plan it. If you don't go, if you don't knock on the door, if you don't meet your friend for coffee, if you don't invite them round, go down, invite them to McDonald's for breakfast and preach the gospel to them. Hallelujah. If you don't plan our evangelism, if you don't plan what we're going to do, we won't do it. We won't. No. It's the discipline, the discipline, the discipline. And yet he says, make disciples of them. Isn't disciple and discipline very close? For a disciple is someone who follows. Discipline is to, is, is to actually do the following. <laughs> Amazing. Plan our own evangelism. Chat, invite them to dinner, go back to see them. when you get, And whatever you do to get to speak to people, begin the process of getting them saved. Just begin. You haven't got to do it straight away. One at a time. One last scripture. And this is incredible. All these people that we see, God wants them to be saved. Isn't it amazing? So it's got really, you know, why should we feel embarrassed when God says, 2 Peter 3 9, the Lord. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, 
as some count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us. Long-suffering suffers us long. In other words, he's patient, he's waiting, he's trying, he's always there. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Amen.